Hey everyone and welcome to Tea Time with Austin. This is a podcast where we will discuss things going on in the pop culture and entertainment world. We will divulge into some of the most juiciest gossip and I will give you my take on everything in between. So grab your teacups and let's start sipping. Hey everybody, welcome to Tea Time with Austin and Friends. I'm your host Austin and my friend Cameron and our honorary co-host Sydney is back again. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, everybody. How's everybody's week been? Yes, yeah, Sydney back, so you know it's going to be at least an hour of a show. <laughs> oh, Lord. Because <laughs> she, she got the tea on every topic. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, got a, a backstory, a present, and a future story for every topic. So. You gassed me up. Let's not. <laughs> oh I'm going to die on this hill by myself. <laughs> Cameron gasses me up. <laughs> he put the gas in the car and I just messed the pedal. <laughs> oh my God. I think you've all shot and killed me in Dresden's Dilemma. I had to get my revenge. <laughs> <laughs> Be sure to check out Dresden's Dilemma, y'all, if y'all haven't yes. <laughs> yes. But anyway, what's y'all's week been like? Whew, this week has been good. Just I'm glad tomorrow's Friday. I need a break for them kids. Um, I too am glad that today is my Friday. Mm, must, must be, be nice. nice. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if it weren't for us going on this trip, I might well put me in a use one of my sick days tomorrow because I'm tired. I, I, like, no, I can't use no more days because we already going on this trip. I'm saving took, as best I can. But... Right, and I took two days after the trip, so I, I took the whole week off. So I won't go back to work on <laughs> Thursday or Friday. So. <laughs> I am so glad I ain't the only person that's going through that struggle because I was like, I'll just take a personal day. And then it was just like, girl, you know you got a vacation plan. Right. <laughs> so I was like, let me just thug it on out. Right. <laughs> But anyway, happy Black History Month, you guys. Yeah. I'm black. Extra black today. Okay. Listen. All right. So let's um, jump into these topics. Let's talk about um, Chloe's new video. Play it away. <laughs> How much y'all talk? Because I got a few things to get on my chest. I'm sure you do, child. <laughs> You be you be uh you be critiquing the hell out of Chloe. <laughs> the budget is there. I mean, that's yeah. about. Never mind. Let me hush. She has a budget. <laughs> yeah. Okay, hold on. I I want to know what did y'all think about the name of the song because it was very misleading to me. <laughs> I mean, it just I don't know. It just I, seems so uh, generic to me. Okay, so I thought this was going to come out. <laughs> Listen, I did too. And, she, right. and the video's in a little chart house too. I said, wait a minute. Something mm-hmm. like that. I, was like, I heard that phrase all too much growing up. <laughs> and praying the gay away. Mm-hmm. I, was like, I know all about that. I was like, okay, sis is about to make a statement. And it, then I was like, oh, okay, she's talking about she's in her scissor bag. And then I was like, okay, no, she's just 
the budget is there. Mm-hmm. I wonder, can we write her back into Grownish? I mean, she needs something to do because the song and the music video ain't adding up together. <laughs> I did like her outfit. Thing. I thought that was cute. But other than that, it seemed kind of it would seem kind of basic and kind of generically done to me. So that's all I'm gonna say. I like her outfits. I love her experimenting with her hair because you don't see, you know, you don't get to see that often with girls with locks. So that that's good. Mm-hmm. It's forgettable. I'm sure about a week or so, we ain't gonna know that oh, video existed. <laughs> well, is it all of her? Never mind. No, stop. I like no, oh, no, 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 no. Yes. She was in her bag with Lord have mercy now. She was, but I mean, it's not nothing that she gonna... I like Surprise. Surprise is one of my favorite songs. I just want her to find a lane and stick with it. I mean, I'm inside of the sexy lane for her. Maybe because, I don't know, I just don't like the sexy lane for her. Five question, awesome. The overly sexy lane. Oh, here we go. I just want you. I just want to get you stirred up. You know, like the stir up gift. Yes, always. Did one of the look familiar to you? Oh, all of them look familiar. Yes, they do look familiar. But it was one particular I've seen before. Which one was that? It was when that with that black hat cocked to the side. Child, like uh, Candy Mama said, she borrowed Beyonce's clothes. <laughs> <laughs> and then what Mama Joy said, she borrowed Candy's clothes. <laughs> That's what she said, Carly used to do. <laughs> Listen, she said, look at this hat and use it for the video. Because clearly, that's a formation hat. She dug that hat up in Beyonce's closet. I thought it was from Six Inch. Six. Ain't that the same? Oh, you talking about the era? I thought you were talking about formation of the video. No, I'm saying the hat. Ain't them the same hats? Just different videos? <laughs> uh, I don't know what that girl got in her closet. She don't invite me over. But anyway, it is very Beyonce reminiscent. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what she look up to. So, I mean, are we really surprised? No. But... She's so talented, she should find her own lane. That's what I'm saying. Like, just I'm ready for a little mermaid. I'm See, sorry. that's what I'm saying. That's why I love Miss Moon. What's the sister now? I can't think of her name. Haley. That's why I love her because she got her lane, even if it is the Disney lane. She got it. Oh, honey boy. Listen, he gonna mess up that Disney lane. You think so? He don't got no teeth. You think? Oh God. <laughs> Sydney, <laughs> what you really think? What about her and that boy? Yeah. I um at first I thought it was fake. And I was like, oh he he clout chasing. She's trying to, you know, introduce herself to a more younger audience because he does have a young fan base. So I was like, he she's trying to introduce herself to a younger audience. He clout chasing, trying to get like himself kind of validated as a celebrity. But then I saw him let her cat crawl all over him. And I said, that boy is in love. I don't know about her. She's mm-hmm. she's just probably getting the dicking down of her life. But that boy, okay. he's in love because ain't no way in the world I'm going to let somebody's cat mm-hmm. with cat hair be all mm-hmm. over me. 
No, he no. had a cat all in his um phantom. Like I was like, oh, that boy love her, cause ain't no one where your cat could be in my phantom. <laughs> no, yeah, he's in love clearly. But she's just getting the dick and down of a lifetime. Okay, you know she Christian, so she stop. <laughs> but she deserve it. I feel she like was she... on the bench. I thought she's gonna be on her Lori Harvey. You know what? It might be a whole new world once Disney once this movie drops. <laughs> and I wouldn't be mad at him. Not at all. <laughs> right. But anyway, let's move on. Um Okay, in the world of biopics, Michael Jackson's nephew is planning to play him in a Michael Jackson movie. <laughs> <laughs> My first question to the panel is Do we need another Michael Jackson? No, why? I felt like that man rest, man. Jesus. They ruined it when they let what's his name from one on one play. (laughs) (laughs) That was the end of anything Michael Jackson. That should have been the end right there of any type of Michael Jackson biopic right there. (laughs) Flex was using that little boy. (laughs) <laughs> his big sale. Michael Jackson not that big, so all that. <laughs> I have a friend who is a Flex Washington stand. And I like she just said he's just the finest thing on two pairs of legs. And I love seeing <laughs> her pictures of him in that Michael Jackson costume. <laughs> just so I could just make her life a, make her have a hard day. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, he's fine, but remember when, remember this? Exactly, and he had that powdered makeup. Like what? He was great. <laughs> that was a mess. I'm telling. Look like he ran through a cloud of dust, and it just got cut to his face. <laughs> I remember watching it and being like, "What is wrong with my TV?" <laughs> <laughs> that right there should have been the end of all, you know, Michael Jackson movies, biopics, whatever. Because that was a, a disaster. Um, uh, I'm tired of biopics, period. What happened to our soul foods and our love Joneses and our the best mans? What happened to just telling stories about black people? We don't gotta, like, we don't gotta, everybody, every black person that ever lived and sung a song or <laughs> made a movie don't need a they life story. Everybody ain't lived a life that was interesting. Now, and granted, Michael's point, life was very, very interesting, but still, it's like you don't need multiple, you know. We've had documentaries, we've had Why? concerts, you know. They're, he, you know, it's too much. There are YouTube channels that are dedicated to Michael Jackson. Like, if we're not going, if it's not going to be showing Michael Jackson when he was on the phone with that lady talking trash about all his family, mm-hmm. I don't want to see it. Right, mm-hmm. like that—that's the, the like, if you're not going to show that side of Michael when he would call and be like, you know, I just hate everybody in my family. Like, I don't care. <laughs> but we're just going <laughs> to deal with the paparazzi and him being afraid of the like of the of the public and okay, whatever. Right, it's I, ridiculous at this point. <laughs> like we know his his story, like we get it. This, this is just a cash. Biopics to me are just a cash grab for the fan, man, whoever's name. Mm-hmm. 
They really are. And I think it's because they feel like people don't read books anymore. So there's no need to do the autobiographies like everybody used to do. Mm-hmm. And so we'll just do a we'll just do a biopic. Right. But you said what happened to the Soul Foods and stuff of Sydney. Yeah, what happened to the good stuff? Tyler Perry. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Oh, well, you, you said, ain't never you like said, that. You said Mabel Simmons ruined that. Child. <laughs> Mabel Simmons ruined. Because <laughs> Big Mama didn't turn into Medina now. Sorry. Well, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't even about to go there. Let me get out of Oh my God. <laughs> it's about time for him to, to come out with something else tra- traumatizing for us to watch. For us to hate right. Anyway, moving on. Escape <laughs> and SWV reality show. <sighs> Y'all have I'm telling you, Hollywood is running out of ideas, man. They really are. <laughs> they don't know what to do. <laughs> Now they are literally making everything that's black related got to be about some drama. Got to be true. about some drama. That is true. <laughs> so it's just like they running out of ideas. They don't know what to do. So. It's just for me with SWV and Escape, like, okay, I know for a fact this is maybe Escape's second reality show, but this is SWV, like, 16th reality. Like, <laughs> <laughs> And we gonna and I bet when they get in there, they're gonna go over the same stuff about how Coco was leading all the songs. It was um what's her name? What's Lily's group? Um yeah. Taj can't sing, but she still she <laughs> married like and she gonna be still trying to struggle saying like and then they're gonna turn her mic off. Like it's about to be the same drama over and over again. Whereas at least with Escape, they do got new things going on, like you know, they got some new drama, you know. Is it new was, drama or the new drama for the show? I mean, well, the stuff with the the stuff with the sisters. I feel like and, some of that stuff be made up though, Loki. Just saying. Well, I know they're not gonna talk about they're not gonna talk about the T I Tiny stuff now. Like that whole you shady, that. the whole shady at the Soul Train Award, that's for the show. I can already tell you right now. I feel like that was for the show. I feel like I do feel like that was for the show, but I feel like we're not gonna get we're not gonna get the T I Tiny stuff. Oh, we need that now. T.I. will pull her out that show and shut the whole show down. Okay. Before he give us they still married. I can't believe they still married, to be honest. It's cheaper to keep him. Well, in her case, it's probably cheaper to keep him. See how quick the family hustle got canceled? (laughs) They weren't going to tell that business. He's not going to sell his business. He he will shut it down before he tell his business. He will excommunicate you. Polo Shekinah got thrown out the palace before he tell his business. So if they if they go too in depth into their life, they're gonna they're gonna he's gonna pull her off the show. Yeah. And who else? Um, Candy, Candy, she can't give us so much because she can't get into her um. Real Housewives of Atlanta storylines. Nope. And she barely got some of those. And she can't get into the Candy and the Gang storylines. Well, she can because that show is canceled, but okay. What? Yeah, Candy and the Gang, she said it on the interview. Child. And that was actually something sort of fresh for the black community anyway. Yeah. What was that about um, her and the um, OLG or something? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I ain't never watched it. I mean, I, I barely watched it, but you know, I watched you it. know, you watched candy. it, Austin. You know, I watched. I love some candy. It was good. Yeah. It was, it was decent. You talk about that failing restaurant. Oh, <laughs> um, that was the first episode. I didn't hear nothing about it <laughs> Heard some bad things about that Child. that place. Mm. Child, don't but I don't want to go over there and get none. I don't want to derail the topic because I could I could tell what I've been through, but oh, uh, what you been there before? Oh, I've been to OLG. I did not go to the one that they used for the filming of the show. I went to um, which is like I think the one for the filming of the show is a standalone. I went to one that was in like a shopping plaza, like a wait, shopping wait, center. Wait, time out, time out. When have you not wanted to derail the topic? <laughs> <laughs> shopping center i think the ghetto one the ghetto girl that never wanted to come to work the one that was like engaged or something she was working there um she was she was the she was the main hostess she walked in we was like can we get a, I, I walked in i was like can i get a table she said um hold on walked away and never saw her again um <laughs> and it was her it was definitely her because she actually did it on the show which let me know it was her. Yeah. Um, she did the exact same thing to the people on the show, and I was like, okay. Um, it was very like it gave very much like kind of rinky dink. Like it wasn't it it wasn't what I would expect. Um, the food was it wasn't salty like people tried to say it was. It was like a little undersalted to me. Mm-hmm. Um. The music was nice, but everything else about the place was very much like we just gonna put some chairs in here and we serve <laughs> hot wings real good. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't a experience. But now I went late at night, but still, I definitely expected more for late at night. Right. And I want to say the parking attendant cousin working there. I'm not sure, but I think it was actually the parking attendant cousin that actually ended up seating me that night. Oh wow! Okay. You said the parking attendant. Yeah, he do double duty. What? Back then, like this was now, cause like this was maybe like they had just opened the location that I went to. Uh-huh. Like so, this was before COVID. Like this was forever ago. Right. And so he wasn't. He wasn't a parking attendant then. He just was a was a worker. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm weak. Oh my gosh, that's funny. You know you gonna you gonna get you a a hustle with Candy. Okay. One thing she one thing you will never say about Candy is she keep the people around her broke. Okay, I'm sure trying to get in over that the game. <laughs> well, you know you, you know what? You better start promoting some of that bedroom candy, child. <laughs> you can be a bedroom candy consultant. You know that's a thing. Oh, I know. Trust me. Child, door to door, bing bong. Okay. Would you like your MP3 deal though? <laughs> do, do they still play music? Is no. that still a thing with the candy, with the candy, um, bedroom candy? Like, you know, they used to play music back in the day. I would not take you seriously. Nah. You start whipping, playing some music when that damn thing turned on. What are you gonna play? Like, it used to vibrate to the I'm a, that's that one even. Never mind. Let me hush. Oh no! 
Don't let that shit start sorting sorting out or something. Mm. Moving on. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, wow. Because you don't know how those things work. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so a Georgia high school student is facing charges for a video of her attacking her teacher. Now, what y'all think about this? As she should. Did y'all see that teacher's paralyzed now? Yeah. She don't even know how to walk. I'm just like, oh yeah, I was just doing her, her mama, the whole nine yards. And I'm saying that could not have been that young lady's first time acting like that. No No way. Absolutely not. Because and it's funny, like I say, it it reminds me of so much of what I see at the school I teach at. These kids get multiple, multiple chances and they get progressively worse and worse and worse because they don't get, you know, the consequences for their actions at home. Even if they get suspended, they get suspended. Like, okay, that's two weeks off from school. Shoot. That's what I'm saying. Some of these kids need to just be kicked out of school. I'm, I am a huge advocate for some of these kids need to just be kicked out of school for good. Well, because do they, they still... Just, huh? I was going to say, y'all are still in the system. Uh, y'all are in the system. Do they still have alternative schools? Because I know when I was mm-hmm. in school, people who behaved on that level were like, okay, you're expelled from school. You go to this school over here, this alternative school where we're changing the environment a little bit and, you know, you do this so you can at least get your education and then you can run amok in your free time. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah they still got the they still got the alternative schools, but they so filled they so filled up with bad kids. They be having uh, to send them over there. Mm. That's why I said just some like I said, there are like there are literally in probably all these bad schools like that. There are several kids that just need to be kicked out of school. Like I mean, it's just like they just come to, they don't come to school but do anything but cause chaos. And I guarantee you, she probably one of them kids that don't do nothing but show up, skip school, and try to recruit others around them and bring everybody else down with her. But I mean, at some point, you gotta look at the parents, too. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm pretty sure she probably best friends with her mama at that age. Right. Her mom probably mama, don't, said, don't, yeah, don't get no discipline at home. Mom probably like, mm, girl, did you get a good hit on her? Oh, my Stop gosh. Yeah. Yeah, but did y'all did y'all hear what the um the board was like? Basically, their statement was like, "And this is why we don't have no teachers now." <laughs> they were it was very it was mu- very much professional. It was very much like, "Well, this this type of behavior is the reason why there's a teacher shortage." Mm-hmm. But I was like, basically, what this was saying was, "This is why we ain't got no teachers now because y'all kids don't know how to act." <laughs> right, exactly. And yeah, all I say is it couldn't be me. Because a student got one time to hit me and I'm going to get fired. <laughs> I don't play that. You ain't about to sit there and just beat up on me. I don't care. I'm going to defend myself. But you it's know, one thing, it, it's, it's one thing if I got toddlers, but you're talking about some, some of those high school is bigger than me. Uh-uh. You got one time to hit me and we're going to get fight. We're going to get to fighting. Mm-hmm. And I'll just take the consequences. And I'm going to show you Are what you're you asking for. Okay. <laughs> you know what? Like I remember back when we was in school, it would every once in a while it would be somebody in the class that was carrying on like that. Because mm-hmm. you know, it was always those people that just they was just mad for no reason when you were in school. Mm-hmm. But there were certain teachers that if they had a like if they raised up on that like 
if that person raised up on that particular teacher, like, oh no, like the students would have gotten would, would get involved and be like, what you're not about to do is talk yeah, to me. Yeah, where are them kids like that? Because the kids in that video, they were all standing around just recording. <laughs> so maybe that teacher just won't like liked or something. Because I know, especially if that was a teacher I loved, I'm definitely gonna get up and start knocking and bucking. You, I'm gonna that's what I'm saying. I, I like I remember being in a classroom and a girl like she throwing desk and stuff at the teacher and somebody getting up and being like, okay, you want to throw desk, throw desk at me. Like, you okay. know, I remember that type of vibe when I was in school because, you know, which and I'm not saying like you have to be liked by your students because I definitely understand boundaries have to be there. But like, what's going on? Where is the disconnect between what do y'all feel as as people in this system? Is a disconnect between the students and the and the teachers. Not to leave the parents completely out of it, because by high school, most of the time in the black community, parents are out of it. So between the students and the teacher, where is that disconnected? Well, I feel like I mean I don't know about this woman's particular situation, but I feel like because <laughs> ain't no way. But I feel like a lot of teachers try to be the likable teacher, like and then. <laughs> And then with like for instance, if you if you pet a lion, you you can take a cub, a lion cub home all day long, but it's still gonna attack you at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So you can be yeah. nice and be the friendly teacher all you want to or whatever. But if you don't have no rules, boundaries, and all that stuff, they're gonna continue to cross the line. Then when they cross the line, then they're gonna think that you did them wrong. Mm-hmm. Another thing I, I mean, like another thing I wanna say is what you don't like, I say it. Art somewhere, something happened between time we graduated, around with time we graduated high school, and now, because yeah. I, I've said this before, it's because when I was in high school, we always had the most fun and respected. You know, the older teachers; those were the ones that got the most respect, <laughs> and the younger teachers were the ones that we normally tried to give a hard time. Uh-huh. Now it's vice versa. Like my kids, like I say, my kids love me; they show me the most respect. But they are very, very disrespectful to older teachers yeah. that have been teaching for 20 plus years, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like that, that somewhere that switch happened. Because like I said, I remember like my high school career, I was close with most of the older teachers. And I mm-hmm. got along mostly good with all the older teachers. The younger <laughs> teachers were the one that came in trying to just, you know, show they behind and make establish dominance. But the older teachers were no make laid back and cool and chill. But mm-hmm. for some reason, something switched. And now it's like the younger teachers get the respect, maybe because I guess they can relate a lot more to the kids. But I mean, it won't no different than when we was growing up. And now the older teachers get like, they just get treated like like second-class citizens almost in the classroom, you know? Mm-hmm. But I know what I'll you mean by you talking about one more thing. I mean, I just like, I don't know. I know Go ahead. One more thing I want to say Austin's point about being a likable teacher See my uh my fourth block. Everybody know my fourth block is my headache. Like that that if I get through that day without cussing them out, it's been a good day. <laughs> my fourth block is my headache block, and I had to you know I, I was to them I was the likable you know cool teacher, and then I I told them I said y'all got one more time to try me, and I'm gonna be your worst enemy. And you know what they did? Tried they tried me. <laughs> so you know what I did? I put Lord them behind. The, they Jesus. I put them in assigned seats. They are no longer allowed to turn in late. Where I mean, I put my foot down. Now they don't like me that much no more. But guess what? They damn sure respect me now. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, my first day of school. Um, 
my first day of school ended up since I say you're not gonna like me and I don't care if you like me or not. Well, I'm here to teach you. If you like me, fine. If you don't, oh well, you learn something at the end of the year. Like that's my that's my spiel because I'm not here to be liked. I'm here to get you to the next grade and to collect my check and go home. Listen, it's about at the end of the day, it's about that check coming in, okay, and not bouncing. You know, the day the day a check bounce from the state of North Carolina is the day (laughs) we're really gonna be (laughs) fired. That's gonna be the day. Listen, (laughs) we all know the teachers around North Carolina will walk out. Okay. Oh, I think walking out will be the easy way. We're going to go out swinging. Right, right. Like, <laughs> somebody going to get it because we ain't go through all that hell just to get a bounce check. Uh-uh, okay. You know. <laughs> right. But, yeah, kids is something else. But I really hope that lady does get her, her ability to walk in. You know, that's so yeah. sad. I hope she had Aflac, too. Mm-hmm. I know that sounds crazy, but I hope she had like I hope she had like all her like benefits and like because if, if you can't sit at home and collect a good check, then you really just got abused in vain. Right. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> yeah, like I say, I'm going. I'm going. She should sue the heck out of the school board mm-hmm. and that little girl parent. Because okay. where was the officer? Take all that little girl's college fund. <laughs> what college fund? Okay. You saw that? No, you now what college fund? <laughs> if she got some, she ain't going to school now. So uh, uh-uh. no, nope. take all that college fund. Not what college fund? <laughs> Child, what you gonna get some more loans? And she already, I'm sure she she teaching. She I'm sure she got them already. Mm-hmm. But. <laughs> <laughs> What was you about to say? Finish the statement. I don't even remember. <laughs> so it wasn't important. Uh, oh, yeah. I know what it was. Where was the officer? Like, what is the procedures with that? With officers? Well, and I know North Carolina is different from Georgia. But, like, at what point do you say, police, come and get this student? I mean, as soon as something about to happen. <laughs> our so- officer be right there, ready. Protocol as soon as you stand stand up, like you about to walk towards me. Okay. Office as soon as somebody started arguing, I'm calling the office. Uh can you send the SRO up here, please? Thank you. Come and get me or her, either one. Because <laughs> somebody about to go down. <laughs> somebody about to go down. It ain't gonna be me. <laughs> Woo, y'all are y'all in my thoughts and prayers because y'all gonna have to be in meetings coming up. I know that. That's gonna y'all gonna have some meetings behind that. <laughs> I say a kid got one time to put their hands on me. Okay, and that's it. And that's it. Them high school kids, no, don't, don't put, don't touch me. Don't even touch me. Please know that the that the statements that we are making on this podcast are for jokes and giggles. Um, <laughs> Cameron and Austin cannot be held accountable for these things. In the court of law, these things we're gonna strike these for the record. These are all entertainment <laughs> jokes and laughs. Cause y'all finna have y'all mess up. Come on with a legal note. <laughs> y'all can have y'all mess up in the court of law. It's okay. something happening. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> moving on. Um, well, Khadija wanted to talk about T.D. Jakes running the shade room. Have anybody heard about that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know much about that story, but I don't either. So somebody, 
somebody sent it to me and basically what they were saying is how they were noticing how the shade room was not broadcasting it, the incident that's going on with T.D. Jakes' daughter and as the people say because you know the people are so shady not Sarah so because <laughs> you know Sarah is everybody girl and right. the other daughter is not Sarah that's what they call her not Sarah um, and so Cora is her name, I think. Yes, it is. So the situation with Cora and her husband and all of that, and and just a, a brief summary of that story. Basically, um, she adopted two children. Well, she technically kind of adopted two children. Her husband actually was a boy and a girl, and her husband was found to be um, saying, for those who y'all don't know, assaulting in a personal way the girl. Um, and they divorced and it's a whole thing behind that and then later on they found out that she may or may not have allegedly um basically trafficked human trafficked her son so oh, basically yeah. like she got custody of the son in a way that seems a little like i got money so i can buy a baby kind of thing so the shade room has not been following that story and so that's very odd but the shade room is quick to post again a Sarah a Sarah sermon an excerpt of Sarah right so it's kind of yeah. like huh so then they found out that the the lady who owns shade room who runs shade room um they she was at a conference on a panel at Sarah and her husband's church um which is the the more popular daughter we're just gonna be honest here um they were at at her church so then they find out that oh in the past the lady from the shade room has was actually a part of potter's house well potter's house is td jakes's church in texas um so when when it all so it's like a big web of conspiracy that says basically oh you're not posting these stories because this because you're friends with these people Right. You have connections to these people. So it's not that TDJ quotes unquote runs the shade room because that would it would not benefit him to run the shade room. Um, but it is that he has connections to this major platform that basically he can kind of because of this loyalty control what's put out basically. If 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 is am I am I make did I make sense with my cliff note version of what's going on? Yeah, you did. Yeah, out of loyalty to them, she's not. Could she possibly not be giving one hundred percent honest, true journalism? Which with blogs, I mean, that sometimes they they do good journalism and sometimes they don't. But you know, but I mean, don't some people celeb celebrity quote unquote celebrity people pay blogs not to post certain stories? Yeah, that don't normally never stop them though. I'm saying it's not it's not it's it's not ethical. That's the word we're looking for. I'm looking for it's not ethical, but yes, they do. Or they befriend certain blogs, which is one reason why Wendy Williams for years, one of her number one rules was was to not be friends with celebrities. Yeah. They message it, yeah. Because when you're friends, you know, and when you're friends with people, it muddles the truth. It muddle, you know, out of loyalty, you, you know, or out of friendship, you you know, you may be a little biased. You may, you know, you, do you ruin your friendship? Do you push the story? Do you do you ruin your career? You know, which one do you ruin right. with certain stories? Yeah. 
So that's basically what the whole story is. It's not so much that he runs the shade room, but it's that that he kind of has the shade room in his pocket in a way. Okay, gotcha. And he probably does. I mean, the like it wouldn't be, to me. I felt like it, I was and I was explaining to somebody. I was like, it wouldn't benefit him to run the shade room. It's a blog. That's not his industry. Now, if they had been like, oh, T D Jakes is secretly running some type of net TV network or some kind of streaming platform, I'll be like, be like, okay, yeah, because that's the type of media he's in. He's in televangelism. He's in, you know. Um, you know, like, you know, internet evangelism, something like that. I'd be like, oh yeah, okay, that makes sense. But the shade room, yeah. that's a bit little that's a little bit low brow for him. Now for his <laughs> daughter, not so much, you know, for his daughter, not Sarah, maybe not so much. <laughs> right. But I mean, as somebody who was friends with my pastor's daughter at, in one of my churches, and I'm actually friends with my pastor's daughter at the church I go to now, um, if she, if my pastor was on a more public pla- platform and I was running a blog out of our friendship, I may would not post the story. Yeah. You know? But I, I it's it's not ethical and it's not moral. Oh, yeah, it's not. I agree with that. So for y'all here at tea time let me just put it and i'm just asking a question with if a story comes out if y'all were to be friends with somebody who um was a public figure if a story was to come out would you all discuss it on tea time if they say no i would say probably not like if they don't want the story out there i would be that i would have that kind of loyalty where i say Mm-mm. to me it depends on the level of the juice <laughs> oh you messy, messy Come on, man. Like I <laughs> like I'm just messy, like, child. I learned from the Wendy Wendy Williams of the world. I feel like if it's like if it's something that people are gonna say, oh, let's talk about we're not gonna talk about it after tomorrow or whatever. Why am I still talking about? It? But if it's something juicy like so and so has has an affair and I know the tea and I got the first dibs on it, oh, I'm putting it out there. Ooh, child. You gonna ruin a friendship for some tea? Celebrities ain't your friends. But if somebody, like, you know how, like, many times we see Funky Dineva and he's like, okay, you know, y'all know I'm cool with Quad. Like, you know, he he barely even (laughs) does Merit the Medicine um, reviews. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would be, I don't know. Now you got me rethinking. I mean, I think I would, but not in like a, I don't know. It'd probably be lighthearted fun situation. I guess. I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like, for instance, I don't know. If Whoopi Goldberg and me was friends, because she's going to be on the show. <laughs> she's going to be on my show one day. And she gave me the tea behind the view. You think I would not spill that tea? Oh, yeah. You have to spill that tea. You got to spill the tea when it comes to the view. But that's... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go with my hands. I would spill the tea. I'm sorry. <laughs> Would you, Sydney? I would talk to my friend, and first thing is, you know, I'm a I want an exclusive type of gal. Like I love a good old one on one Oprah interview. <laughs> so I would definitely try to convince my friend or whomever, like, 
let me be the first person to tell your story. Right. <laughs> like yeah. I, I want it exclusive. Like I want to be the person that's like sit down across from me. Let's let's talk. Let's let's giggle like old friends. You know, kind of like what Jason Lee did with Cardi. Like sit down. Let's talk. Let's yeah. you you give me the tea as you want to give it to me is what right. I would probably try to do. Okay. Gail and R. Kelly, man. Shaw, exactly. And that, that shot. Legs crossed unbothered. Stop. She was sitting there with legs crossed unbothered with that, during that whole interview. And he out there showing his ass. Because, Period. Because with, with the tea comes the ratings. And people love a good rating. Wendy Williams. <laughs> I'm but one thing, one thing, I feel like Wendy Williams' inability to get those one-on-one moments out of people, you know, because people are always playing defense with her, is what hindered her career. That's what separates her from the Barbara Walters, from the Oprah Winfrey's. You know, that's why she's not in that conversation because she doesn't have those one-on-one moments. That's where that's where Charlemagne differs from her. He gets those one-on-one moments. He has that Gucci Man interview. He has that Kanye West interview, like that one-on-one sit down, tell me the tea interview. Oh, that's yeah. one thing about Barbara. She's gonna get them in the one-on-one interviews. Okay. She was getting them things. <laughs> Presidents, celebrities, you name it. She's gonna get them uh... one-on-one interviews. And see, now y'all gonna let me derail the topic. So, Austin, take it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, moving on. Let's talk about um, Tyree Nichols, the situation, Cameron. Mm hmm. Why I gotta talk about it, child? Because you ain't talked about the topic tonight. So, we're gonna let you talk about this. (laughs) Well, Tyree Nichols was a black man. Where did this happen at? Was it um, Memphis? Huh? Memphis. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Memphis. Um, out in Memphis, who was beaten badly by five officers who all were black. Uh, said it again on Black History Month. <laughs> I said it once. It was hard enough to say it once. Just other time. people, because that don't make no sense. But yes, he was a black man who was beaten very, very bad by five black officers he was taken to the hospital later died in the hospital and now you know just another case of police brutality of uh, officers overusing their power over some dumb what was he getting charged for I forgot what was it y'all remember I feel like it was something it was something minor I think it was minor whatever it was minor yeah it was something minor it was anything. I thought he was getting arrested for like something. I thought I don't know. I can't remember what they said it was. Anyways, regardless, it was something minor and stupid if there was something. And they beat him so bad. The video was just oh I I couldn't even watch the whole thing. It was so hard to watch. And um the, the officers were immediately fired because you know they were black, so you know they ought to, you know they were automatically gonna get fired, and they are already um, um they've already been I believe they've already been charged too if I'm not mistaken. Oh, this is why we need Rita here. She know all the mess on this. <laughs> um, but yeah, I believe they have already been charged. Um, so um, they said they still have. They're gonna release like twenty more. 
20 hours of police surveillance footage going to be released in the future too. So, um, yeah, this case is uh, very, very, I mean, it was just sad. It was, you know, it was, it was so sad. Uh, Vice Prince, uh, President Kamala Harris went and spoke at the, eul- uh, the eulogy at his funeral. <laughs> oh, God. And um, what's his name? You know, he always going to turn these things into something political. Uh, Sharpton had to show up, too. Uh, well, his pine, but go ahead. <laughs> so, yeah. Take the floor, Sid, and go ahead. I come in after you. <laughs> well, for one, um, just a, a quick sidebar, um, because this is a very heavy topic. So, mm-hmm. Google people who are listening. Google Al Sharpton, FBI informant, and just get y'all a little, a little, in, a little information on our brother and his past. Look at me, but <laughs> <laughs> him and his cowboy hat, but. Moving forward, um, I feel like there's more to this situation. I'm gonna wait until I like to till until the day, you know, till it, it they have their time in court and all of that stuff, um, to really, really, really discuss this. I feel like there's more to it than what we're seeing. I feel like that there is definitely some other evil is a foot, period, but I feel like it's some other things that will become uncovered about those gentlemen. I do not think that they were just acting. Um I feel like it was some 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 mess with that. Um yeah. that's all that's all I'm gonna say about it. I don't wanna go too far or be disrespectful or anything like that. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna leave my statement at that. And mm-hmm. oh and one more thing. No, I got one more thing to say. <laughs> why they pull Cam- why they pull Kamala out for that? <laughs> like I'm just like, happy to see her face. Is she the resident Negro? Like she's for Negro situations. Let's call Kamala. What is that? <laughs> That's exactly what it is. This is a Negro situation. That 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 was my that's my them them the things I have to say about that. Shout out to uh, Omega Omega uh, Five. They kicked them the brothers out. That were the police officers. That was oh, that's 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 what's up. Yeah, they they revoked they revoked their things uh, membership or whatever you want to say it in the fraternity. My question with that was, did it even make a difference, or did we need to even know that they were part of that? For like, you know what I'm saying? Like, why is that the story? Yeah, yeah, that needed to come out. Okay, I'm just asking. I didn't know. It it needed to come out for one. For one, the organization had they needed to release that information because, um, you know, Black Greek life gets a bad rep, and whether mm-hmm. you you know everybody has their own opinions about Black Greek life or whatever. However, something like that coming out, and the first thing they were going to say because a lot of people equate Black Greek life to gang life. Mm-hmm. That definitely would have cast a disparaging light on the organization if they didn't come out and be like, an organization that's about brotherhood and uplifting our our culture, that would have cast a bad light on them as well as they probably would have could have used it to be like, you know, yeah, we told y'all that they like gangs. Look at how their members are are, are carrying on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they definitely, I, I, I understand why they spoke out and distanced themselves from the situation. Okay, I got you. But that just that whole story is just devastating. For it to be your own people. 
Mm-hmm. All skin folk ain't can folk. Like, you heard what I said? Like, there's no doubt about that. All skin folks is not can folks. Yeah. And somebody tell Joe Biden that when he come parading Kamala around. <laughs> uh, she laced up her chucks and pearls and went to the, that awesome stop. <laughs> Let me stop. Did uh, you just say chucks and pearls? <laughs> that's what she put. Don't she wear that? Let me stop. Yeah, yeah she, she wears got them chucks on. <laughs> okay. She ain't gonna, she ain't gonna let you forget that she down with the divine iron now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, let's just pray for the world because the world needs. A little more praying. Because this is a mess we in. We need some laws and bills. That's mm-hmm. I mean, we need some people that's going to get there to get them done. But, I mean, laws and bills can only go so far if people don't change themselves. Because people will break a law. What What is... Yeah. The prisons are full of people that break laws. Mm-hmm. Well, the only thing I'll say is I, I'm in favor of defunding the police. I feel like the police got too much on their shoulders. And they need to, um, if it ain't like, like, I, I, I'll never understand why the police are sent out for like mental health crisis and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. that. like, I think that plays a big part of police brutality. Like, I do not think the police should be anywhere. And not, there might be need to be an officer or two to calm it down, but police are not trained to handle mental cases. Uh-uh. I, so, I personally feel like police need to have degrees in something besides law. I feel like they need to first be required to have a degree because most police don't. Most police just do a little a little course at their local community college. And there's nothing wrong with going to community college, but police should be required to complete a degree course curriculum. Right. Some, I think the training should something. be a lot longer too. Oh yeah, it is it's not it's it's not long. The cl- the course costs about thirteen hundred dollars. Uh-huh. And for six months. At the local community college, you are now able to protect and serve <laughs> the people in your community. Like, if that don't be all, you, next thing you know, you'll be able to become a police from Amazon. Like, <laughs> a police from Amazon. I mean, it's that's literally what it is because, like, I I know people who are police officers who were police officers back when you had to go to college, then you had to get accepted to police academy, then you had to actually go to the acad like you had to go to the academy, like it was actually a process to become a police officer. Not you was a you were a police officer in the military. We're not gonna check whether or not you still have post traumatic stress syndrome or anything like that. We're just gonna give you a gun and plop you in the middle of a community. Right. Hope for the best. Hope for the best. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well. Anyway, let's move on. What you about to say, Zenny? I felt something in your chest. What you about to say? Mm, Those comments that I'm gonna wait until, like I said, I'm gonna wait until they, until those gentlemen have their day in court. Um, because I feel like there's more, there's more, there's more. They were doing more. They've been doing a lot. I feel like they've been doing more than what we what than just what we saw that day. I feel like there are more people that's gonna go, gonna come forward. I feel like it's gonna be a whole lot more because a task force. Like, what is that? First, never mind. Again, it, it's gonna be more. I just feel like we 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 just at the beginning of something. That young man was just the kickstarter to something way bigger being uncovered. 
Well, when the tea unravels, you know, you got to come back to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about um, Beyonce's Renaissance tour. Let's talk about it. Because, uh, Cameron, you said you were going to leave that in last year. This is a new year. I didn't know her when Rihanna was saying, going to say, lift me up at the Super Bowl. So let's talk about Beyonce. She ain't even done it yet. Like, dang. I said, when Super Bowl was in two weeks. I said, when she's going to. Don't be mad when she bring the house down. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, y'all some certified. Anyway. I love bad girl Riri like everybody else. I think she can give me a good piece of fashion. I love her music um, as it's recorded. But we all know Rihanna has never been one for live vocals. I'm very nervous. I'm very afraid. But continue Renaissance. <laughs> I'm not even going to comment. I'm a, I'm a hush. I'm very I'm afraid. I'm okay. so afraid. It's gonna be a little cold too. I'm afraid. I'm a hush. I ain't gonna say nothing. Anyway, thanks. <laughs> anyway, Beyonce announced her Renaissance World Tour, and fans are going crazy. Everybody's wanting these tickets, and apparently, outside the Renaissance Tour, I want to talk about these people selling tickets. That ain't even on sale yet. Let's talk about that. <laughs> Thoughts, comments on these tickets that's not even on sale yet. I I know you don't want my comments, so I ain't gonna say nothing. Um, did the the tickets the tickets didn't do like the formation tickets did, and like if you had a certain type of credit card, you were able to get like pre order tickets or something. No, yeah, because of whatever happened with Taylor Swift and her concert. You now have to register to get your ticket, and like you'll get a personalized link, and you have to buy the ticket. But these people are selling tickets that ain't even out yet. On stuff <laughs> like on StubHub or like yes, it, yes, on StubHub, and they're like nosebleed seats, like five thousand dollars. Like what? And people are actually buying them for real. Because I'm, I'm I wish I wish that the ticket resale market was not like it like it is. I think that's right. ridiculous. I think that's crazy. I think people should not be able to up the price because you were just able to click a link faster than me. Um, I think that something needs, some kind of control needs to be put on that market. Right. I, I think that's crazy. Um, somebody's husband is a capitalist and I think it's done rubbed off on them in the, in the bed. I'm <laughs> I think it's him all the way, all the way through and through. But I'm a hush on that one. Somebody says that's a capitalist. Um, we know that. And it's some rubbed off on them because you can't sleep with evil and it not come and, and it not come to the door. Dang, okay. Because I, I and the reason why I'm saying that is I just think that that's okay. So there is a a fan base of hers that they don't have children, they you know work and their money is for them, right? There are fan base, there is a part of her fan base that you know they work and they make good money, right? Mm -hmm. But there's a big part of her fan base that are young people who are going to have to ask their parents that are already struggling mm -hmm. or people who are just struggling 
and have responsibilities, but they're going to take their income tax. <laughs> going to be a lot of evictions. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and they're going to they gonna go see her. And I just think that, you know what? I'm proud of her as a black woman for becoming a luxury item. But I just don't, I just, I wish they would do something about concerts being ridiculous. But my thing is, we haven't even got the prices of the tickets. It's these other websites selling the tickets. Austin, but we know that this, th- th- them people buy, they on par. Okay. They they on par. They know, they know. Like I said, I do wish that they would fix that. Like, people being able to resell tickets for way more than what they're worth. Um, But, you know, that's about how much them tickets going to be. A nosebleed for 5000 really. Not for, not for five thousand, but a nosebleed is probably gonna be it's gonna run you two hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> I'm just like, look, I, if you want to spend that kind of money, that's on you. But uh, I, I ain't, I, I can't afford that, especially now there's no damn teacher. I got way too many bills to be paying to be spending three hundred dollars on a concert ticket. For three hours, and then you can't even hear them on stage because everybody around you trying to sing loud as can be. No. Somebody was telling me they were like, you know, it's not a thing of having the money for something like that. Sometimes, even if you got it, should you really spend it on something like that? I'm just like, because I just, I don't know, maybe because I, I ain't never been to a concert still in my life. And it's just like I don't, I don't, I, I like, I, I feel like it's one of them things where you feel good when you go, but it's like after you leave, you're like, damn, did I really just spend three hundred dollars for that? <laughs> so it's just like that's why I'd be hesitant to go. Like I can't, I don't want to spend three hundred dollars and well, regret I, going. That's why you don't you know? spend three hundred. I've never spent that much money on a ticket. I I don't think I've ever spent that much. No, yeah, I've not on, not on one ticket. No, no. I don't think I I don't even think I spent that much on two tickets. I, now I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to go see Anita Baker, and I think for two tickets I'm gonna hit three hundred. But you know it's Anita Baker. That's different. <laughs> even like I don't know. Even a good hundred fifty two. I'm like I just I don't know. That's just me. For me as a creative, like concerts give me like energy. It gives me vibes. It gives me like creative like outlook. Like it's like an experience that it helps me with what I do. That's about um, experience for me. It for me. But I mean, I will say though that I've been to very expensive concerts and I've been to cheap ones and I've had more fun at the ones with like my fa- like my favorite concert and I don't know if it was because it was the last one I went to but was when I paid about $25 to see Soldier Boy. Like it was like $25 and I saw like I saw like six six seven people that night and it was so but like it was fun. It wasn't like I wasn't uptight. I wasn't. I just had a good time, and that's just my that's my personal opinion. I, it's about having a good time. Your feet gonna be hurting. You are gonna have to pay for parking. Like it's a whole lot when it comes to a concert. But that's no matter experience. no matter who you see. Yeah, it's no matter who you see. No matter where you go, it's gonna be a, you gonna have all of that. So it's just whether you want to have it in a in a Porsche or a, what what um. What future say is whether you're gonna have it in a Nissan or a <laughs> <laughs> <Save me. laughs> 
And Beyonce is definitely a Porsche. I'll say that. Well, I'm having fun in that Porsche. I'll tell you that. <laughs> but you just, like, okay, Austin, you deserve, I mean, not, and I'm not saying somebody who has more responsibilities don't deserve it. I'm saying, like, it makes sense for you to spend money on something you like that much, as much as you love, as much as you like or love Beyonce, it makes sense for you to spend a, a money, you know, a big amount of money on something like that. You know, you bought them boxes with them shirts and them CDs that she, you know. First of all, we said we was keeping those boxes in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> Not even getting started with you tonight. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you're you're a person that supports her, and right. and that's your like not your vice, but that's where you like to spend your money. It's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. You know, you get your Ivy Park on. You know, that's that's your thing. Everybody has their thing, and so that's just not spending money on her. Just isn't my thing. But mm-hmm. I mean, I understand it. You know, somebody might say something about you know me buying bags. I would prefer to buy bags than go see Beyonce. Like it's just everybody has their thing. Right. Okay. She just ain't my thing. Like on the, to that level. Cause I, I was like, I ta- I'ma tap out. I'm I'm gonna go and look and see how much the tickets cost. But I'm tapping out at two hundred dollars. <laughs> Too rich for my blood. Uh, <laughs> I'm not doing this today. But anyway, I will have fun at the concert. So. <laughs> let her, let me know how it go, and I'm gonna look at your story, okay. right? And I'm gonna see what the shade room post. <laughs> okay, listen, because you know they gonna post it. Mm-hmm. I encourage all the girls that are going to go to make a make a weekend out of it. And when when I say girls, I don't mean this in a gender specific way. All the girls. Um, that are gonna go like so make make a weekend out of it. like make a make an experience out of it. Don't just go to the concert and come back home. Take off, put your PTO in, get you an outfit, get you some, you know, get get Girl, it together. Ticket prices, you need to take. Oh, uh-uh, you need to go back to work the next day. <laughs> uh, Don't be giving nobody no bad advice. Mm-mm. Some of you need to go right back to work. <laughs> she just told them to release the job. So. If they- <laughs> I'm weak. <laughs> make, a, make a weekend mm-hmm. out of it, child. Enjoy yourself. Don't just go and really trying to get somebody evicted. <laughs> <laughs> you go, if you're gonna spend your income tax check on Beyonce, spend it, child. <laughs> uh, you gotta go. You gotta some of them need to go to the concert, come back and work a double the next day. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> make making an experience. I'm weak. Mm. All right. Um, does anybody have anything anything else they want to talk about? I'm good. Sydney. Um, shout out to um Blue Face and Rock. Listen, I'm tired of them. <laughs> Like, what is going on? And then there's a video on Instagram that says um, she got mad because my niece was asking too many questions and her and Blueface was talking too much. Like, what? Y'all had an interview. Why are you mad? 
child. They got a new music video out where um they got married. I, I think it's fake, but you know, um somebody in the comments was like, I always felt like Blueface was my was I was never going to be my favorite rapper, and this song has solidified he will <laughs> never be my. <laughs> So shout out to them. Shout out to them. My favorite dumpster fire. Stop. And shout out to Eris for lift me up too. <laughs> I hate y'all so much. <laughs> <laughs> I really hate y'all. <laughs> I will watch the Super Bowl, but I'm so afraid, Cameron. I'm so afraid. <laughs> I done told y'all if she started lift me up, I'm turning the TV. <laughs> I'm hoping for like a good, like, what is it, a backing track? I'm hoping for a real good backing track. Uh, let her this is the Super Bowl and this is Rihanna. She's gonna bring up all the tricks and stuff. All right. This question of the day. <laughs> Such haters. No, nah, so we got to look out for Rihanna and her halftime show. We all are rooting for you, Rihanna, like Tyra Banks said. Simone is, I mean, Sydney's afraid. I didn't get y'all my, <laughs> I didn't get y'all my hooded name. Lord. <laughs> all right. It is now question of the day, Cameron. It is your question for today. All right. My question is relatively simple. So, since it is Black History Month, my question to you guys is, one, what makes you so proud of your melanin skin? Like, what are you most proud of our people for? And what do you think the next step for us is going forward as a people? Uh Well... Uh, let's send you. You want to go first, or me? I'm, I'm still, I'm still thinking. Okay, I'm gonna, well. be, I'm, I'm gonna be positive though. That's why I'm thinking. <laughs> what I'm proud for us and our melanin skin is, I just like the way we carry ourselves. Like even now, we don't even care about how we are portrayed. Like not even say, not in a negative light, but how we are portrayed. Like. Like, for instance, at work, it's a lot of black, well, not a lot of black people, but anyway. We are, <laughs> I'm about to say Asperger. <laughs> first of all, camera. Anyway, <laughs> what I'm saying is, we're just proud of us. We walk like we, like we own the build and own the place. And I just love that for us. Like, our, I just love the way we carry ourselves. That's what I like about, well, that's what I like about our melanin skin. But what we, when our next step is, hmm. Just to do better, like we we carry ourselves well, but we some areas we need to do better in, and that's what I just like. We need to do better all the way around. Just do better, black people. I like that. I do. Um, I think my what I like about us is the resourcefulness, the creativeness of us. Um. The fact that we we're always inventing new things, be it in style, be it in actual you know material items, whatever it is, we're we're constantly innovating and evolving, 
and I'm gonna agree with Austin. We gonna do better. Like I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna de- like manifest that for for us. I'm gonna decree it for us as Black people. We gonna start doing better. We're gonna start recognizing the treasure that we have inside of us of being who we are. Mm, that's the truth. Cameron, what do you think? Um. Well, what makes me you know, love my skin is one, our sense of rhythm. And two, just <laughs> just how we just naturally glide to any type of music. But anyways, but the main thing I love about us is the fact that we just, we so strong. You know, we don't come, we done been through so much as a people and we just always seem to come out on top and you know, we hate it by so many, but yet we still know we the best and we are the original and we just that. Mm-hmm. Like, we are the people and everybody else can get uh, like it or love it or hate it, but guess what? We still gonna be us. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. What I think, you know, what I want to see from us going forward is just getting back to, you know, loving each other, man. Mm-hmm. You know, I tell that to my kids all the time. I say, you know, wh- why? Why? You know, I feel like, you know, black people, we love each other the most, but we also can be our biggest haters. Mm-hmm. You know, like we just hate to see, you know, people that look like us succeed. You know, it's bad enough we got everybody else trying to make us, you know, look down on us. Like we got to, you know, we got to, um, you know, show that, you know, we can love each other. We can uplift each other, you know, just because somebody else is doing bad, you know, don't mean you got to put them down to make yourself look good. Like I always, you know, I live by the motto, you know, blowing out somebody else's candle. Don't make your shine up any brighter. And I believe That's true. That's so true. I feel like it. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, I just feel like the next thing for us is just get back to just really loving each other, man, you know, and uplifting each other, you know, being positive towards each other, and just stop hating on each other, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lift me up. I feel like it went right there. <laughs> <laughs> it went right there. Uh... But I, de- I definitely, I agree with that. We we definitely need more love in our community. We do. <laughs> And stop living. Oh, I'm about to get on the preaching sermon, but we got to get off of this living off on the Instagram. Something my spirit is telling the black people that because I feel like <laughs> because we always about the moment and like black people love to record a like like a teacher getting abused or whatever. Like mm-hmm. why I wasn't helping in that situation or. I'm I'm aging myself, but the world star hip hop days. Like, why are we why are we why are we recording this mess when we could be making the world a better place? Mm-hmm. That, that was like my spirit. Somebody dealing with that. Somebody dealing with the with the spirit of confusion. Come on, call it out. Call it out. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That just was all my spirit. It is. That's true. Yeah. That- true like and i feel like what you're saying though it goes y'all what y'all both are saying goes together because it, we don't love each other enough to to come out of the the wanting to get the likes and the views to show to show compassion for one another you know the student they didn't they didn't love that we, we don't love each other enough in that classroom to stop recording to go get help 
mm-hmm. or to to stop this or to intervene in the situation and stop it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I definitely I and, and that's in anything, any bad incident, it's always somebody there with a camera, but nobody running to get help. Right. Right. Live in the moment, you know. Everything don't got to be recorded. Like hey, I was like I the one thing that just bothered like rec- like recording things like fights. Like why like I, I it's sad that I got, you know, people from high school on my friends list. Still sharing world star fights. Like what is y'all I unfriended a girl for that? Huh? I unfriended a girl for that. For that reason. Yeah, you like 30 something years about to be 30 and you still sharing fights like we've been in high school. You like, got on your body parts and you <laughs> up there sharing fights, talking about what you would have done. What you would have done was pop your knee out of socket. Go <laughs> Stop. Oh my god. <laughs> Go somewhere with you not having nothing to lose, sell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. I, I that, ooh, mm, that girl made me so mad. I reported her and everything. <laughs> I don't like the food. I do, I am very anti like I know like when it comes to celebrities and stuff, I roast and gag. But when it comes to real people, yeah. I don't like the foolishness. Uh-uh. Me neither. I can't. You know, I can't stand people still sharing fights and stuff like that. Just blows my mind. I'm like, bruh, like we are grown. Like, why are we still feeding into petty drama like that? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Well, that's all I had. Anything else? I get the benediction. <laughs> Before we go, Sydney, of course, y'all tell the people what you got going on. Um, I'm Blues by Sydney across all um social media platforms. Um, still continuing. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in the lab. I'm still working on stuff. So hopefully something soon. Hopefully when I get when when me and Austin get time, you'll um see the stage play. We about to get our day. Yeah. To I'm yeah. putting it out here in the atmosphere now, so we got to do it. I'm mad you said David Tyler, not Tyler Terry. <laughs> no. <laughs> you don't want a microphone in the middle of their forehead, too. <laughs> no. Stop. Oh, my God. Oh, absolutely not. We finna get out. We we finna get our our David Talbert on where the people know how to stage, how to talk on stage <laughs> and enunciate their voices. <laughs> yes, I'm ready, Sydney. You know I'm ready. So that's that's what's coming. That's what's coming soon. I'm gonna put that out there. 2024, before 2024, but definitely by 2024, Sydney and Austin stage play will be coming to a theater near you. Yes. But can I just say how it was like six o'clock, and I asked Sydney to be on the show, and here she is. Just <laughs> last minute and all, here she is. And we appreciate you, Sydney. Thank you, uh, thank uh, you. Anna Navaria. Yeah. <laughs> somebody call out of somebody call out of work. They call Anna. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sunny says she can't be here today. Can you be here by eleven? <laughs> on the plane. Okay. Coming from Florida. <laughs> Leaving my area at your cousin. Stop. <laughs> All right, Cameron. All right. Well, guys, thank you as always for tuning in. Please be safe. It's still flu season. Um, please be Never safe out me. here. We in some dangerous times. Please make sure you are protecting yourself from illness and all the other crap we got to deal with. 
And tune in to next week when we got some more juicy topic because there's always some mess going on. So we always got something to talk about. Until then, we will catch y'all later. Bye. Bye. Hey, guys. Thank you for listening to Tea Time with Austin. And I hope you enjoyed everything. Follow me on my Instagram at Tea Time with Austin. And I will see you next time for more juicy tea. Bye.